This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. What's going on, podcast listeners? This is a not-so-live show this week, uh, pre-recorded the night before. Uh, Jay had planned on being on here, but unfortunately, I've had internet issues all night long uh, due to some storms and stuff rolling through the Midwest. Uh, but we've been MIA. I'm sure you guys have seen uh, a lot going on. A lot has happened. Uh, just want to kind of catch you guys up. Didn't want to miss another show. So uh, this may be a little bit shorter show, but um, a lot of stuff to talk about. A lot of stuff to unpack. I know our last show was right after the Dale Hollow event. Uh, again, shout out to everyone that showed up for that event. Uh, it was great to see so many familiar faces so many new faces uh it was a great time it's always a good time down there at eastport and i just got back from eastport last weekend uh my man jay randall got married congrats jay uh everybody shoot jay a message and just say congratulations uh had the wedding right outside of the barn where we hold the award ceremony for the paddle and fin open event 
had a beautiful day, uh, beautiful wedding, beautiful venue. Um, obviously, dinner, dancing, all that good stuff uh, took place in the barn afterwards. Uh, huge shout out to Eastport Marina and uh, Miss Wendy for uh, all the hard work she put into that uh, that wedding. You know, uh, ran flawlessly. Uh, kudos to them. If you guys are in that area looking to get hitched, uh, highly recommend it. Um, it was uh, a very unique wedding that I was very fortunate to be a part of. Um, thank you, Jay and his wife, Kathy, for allowing me to uh, be there on their special day. Um, but Jay and I uh, got to fish a little bit before the wedding. Uh, a lot of fun. Uh, we actually didn't bring the kayaks down. We uh, rented a boat from the marina because we knew our time would be limited. So we got to run around, explore some different parts of the Obey River that lead into Dale Hollow Lake. And uh, Jay, Jay caught him. Uh, I caught a bluegill. Yay me. And uh, had a lot of fun, man. It was uh, it was good, um, you know, just uh, shooting the breezes, guys, uh, as Jay was super nervous to get married. But uh Able to uh, get a little R and R on the water, catch some fish, uh, spend some some good time together. Because lately, it's been like we're traveling, and when we get to see each other, it's it's all business and uh, no play, so to speak. So, a uh, lot of fun, man. Uh, saw some pretty amazing stretches. Like I'm going to throw this out there for any of you guys that go down uh, anytime the rest of this year come down for the event next year whatever it may be but if you had um man what would that be i believe it would be south out of the marina going down the obey there is some very very nice smallmouth water down there uh about all i could say but it's a hike um probably in a kayak it'll probably take you about an hour to get there but it'll be worth the trip down and the water gets super clean huge boulders rock bottom uh just you know small mouth waters through and through and uh, i mentioned that to jay i was like man i don't think anybody in all the events like has gone this far south uh for uh the tournament Everybody goes up the West Fork of the Obey, or they go up to the main river, or they go north heading towards the lake on the river. And they all do really well, but you don't see a lot of big smallmouth unless you go way up the West Fork of the Obey. Um, so it was quite interesting to explore some new parts of the water there. Um, don't overlook it, guys. It is a hike, like I said, in the kayaks, but it'll be well worth it. And the scenery is phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal down that way. Um, so just wanted to throw that out there, mention it. Uh, I was hoping Jay would be on tonight, but again, uh, ultimate technology failure on my part um, due to some storms rolling in. But um, the weekend prior to that, I actually got to go fish St. Clair for the first time. I know that may sound like what the heck, you know, Schiller travels all over the place and this is his first time on St. Clair. Uh, old podcast member, uh, Joshua Eldridge, AKA trash Panda came up from Ohio. I came over from, uh, you know, Northwest of Chicago to meet him. 
the weekend before small mouse on bed and uh st Clair did not disappoint um it was very wild like uh it was the first day we were there uh we only had a couple hours to fish because we got there in the afternoon and then some weather blew in but first cast dark sleeper landed i think it was like 17 and a half 17 and three quarter inch uh smallmouth and then if you've never fished st Clair, those smallmouth got shoulders i'm just gonna say that just fat footballs uh it was kind of kind of cool and amazing and then uh the following day got my first 20 inch smallmouth of the year 20 inch fish of the year actually i should say um it was a 20 and a quarter inch smallmouth, uh, picked it off a bed and uh, healthy fish. Uh, I know it's posted up on my Instagram. It may even be on the paddle and fin page as well. Uh, but what a phenomenal time. Uh, got to fish with them. Longtime listener, Ryan Dahl, shout out to him. Um, he's always posting and tagging paddle and fin. And I always see his photos and I'm like, dude, this guy's like a smallmouth whisperer. And uh, it was good to spend some time with him on the water, see how he operates and uh, gain some of his knowledge because he fishes St. Clair quite a bit. Um, so it was kind of cool to get some insight from him, some tips and uh, stuff like that. And and not only from him, but Josh Eldridge as well, which he had fished that before. I believe he fished, it was either like a KBF or a top water event or something up there. And I remember when Josh fished that because I think he had like 90 some inches just came out banging right out of the gate. And then he ended up in like, it was something crazy, like 15th or 20th place with like 90 some inches, right? Like normally you go into a tournament and you're like, I got 90 some inches. I'm in that top five echelon. Right. And St. Clair, man, they just grow the fish just monsters man just they're everywhere i mean i caught numerous fish in that 17 to 20 and a quarter inch range um a lot of 18 and a half 19s things like that and you know when you're catching smallmouth that's like a 22 inch largemouth i would say you know it's just a, a big healthy fish that fights and uh had a lot of fun with that man it was a, it was pretty incredible um super blessed and fortunate to uh, be able to make that trip out there so it was uh it was cool i've been obviously on the water quite a bit um uh, there is some reasoning for that um you know been uh testing some some items uh for the kayak for fishing things like that um which i've been super blessed man i know uh we kind of talked about it way back in uh november i believe it was that i took a new job with dubro fishing and uh man it's been a, a roller coaster ride for sure super cool um got some new products coming out at icast with them um that i had a little hand in uh helping develop and um not only that but uh i know you guys have heard me talk about it as well i got a new prototype which i believe i can talk about um it's no secret uh tight line anchors um 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Sent me a prototype last year of uh, a new river anchor. Um, And it basically replaces a drag chain, right? And the first prototype was a little on the heavier side. And uh, there was ways to manipulate that to make it uh, efficient and slower current and things like that. However, from a lot of feedback uh, that they got from me and some other folks um, that uh, not only saw it at... uh, red crest and uh the bassmaster classic but um some folks that tested it on the water as well you know they were like it just needs to be a little bit lighter so i got a lighter version a little bit different had some of the modifications put into it that um i had initially mentioned uh right when i first got it and looked at it you know and it's pretty cool to be part of that process so be on the lookout um I just got that last week, but again, I, I, I believe I opened it right before I left to drive to Tennessee for Jay's wedding. So I haven't had a chance to, uh, use it on the water, but, um, super looking forward to that. Um, cause I haven't got to fish the local river here recently just because of all the travel I've had this year doing trade shows, and uh things like that and then you know personal life uh pedal and fin stuff pedal and fin events things like that so if you're a river fisherman i think you're going to be super super impressed with it um i believe we did a podcast uh not too far back and we had thomas langton on from tightline anchor and uh, we talked about it i believe we showed some photos as well of the original prototype the beefier one so just Think about that slimmed down a little bit with uh, a few adjustments to it. So once I get it uh, tested and stuff like that, I'm sure you're going to get a full report here. Uh, maybe jump on the final cast, talk with those guys, Brad and, uh, Brad and uh, Matt, about that. And uh, I think it'll be super fun because those guys are both river rats as well over there in Ohio. So super cool product. But, you know, we talked about ICAST briefly. Um iCast, I'll be there. Uh, we got some paddle and fin hosts coming down. Uh, we're going to be doing some shows right there. Um, we got uh, super fortunate, got set up with uh, Dubro Fishing. They're going to give us a little area in their booth to sit down and record podcasts. Uh, I don't know how many of them are going to go live because the, the Wi-Fi connection there has been real spotty the past couple of years. 
obviously I'm sure a lot of you guys have seen, like I've done a lot of live streams for new canoe from down there and some paddle and fin podcast stuff with, uh, some of the companies that I know and have a relationship with, um, you know, I always try to schedule a time for those folks to come over, sit down or go over to their booth, walk through, talk about some of their new products and things like that. And I know you guys really enjoy that. So with that being said, if we don't live stream it, the plan is to record it and then upload it all that night. So we're releasing it consistently as we're at iCast and staying ahead of the curve and, you know, getting uh, some live stuff out there. Um, you know, interviews with people that we grab off the floor, people uh, from other companies, and we'll have the exclu- exclusive uh, release for the new Dubro products, which some of them may be kayak related. I'm just saying, pay attention. So uh, super excited, man. Um, uh, I know I've talked about it on the final cast. Uh, we got a new bait lineup um, that I think you guys will be excited about as well, um, especially for you budget fishermen, because it's going to be super budget friendly, um, but killer patterns, killer colors, things like that. Um, so we'll be releasing all that there as well. I've been hard in the lab working on plastics, which has been super cool as well, man. Just uh, getting into that whole R&D side of things. Um, you know, obviously I do a lot of marketing for them, but um, been doing a lot of R&D lately for, for a few different outlets, um, but mainly Dubro Fishing and uh, super excited about that. So uh, again, man, I'm super stoked. We got, um, we got Garrett and Jimmy Skinner from The Reel Down coming down. We got John Rapp, myself, and Randy Newton, uh, one of our newest hosts on Paddle and Finn, uh, Crossover Outdoors. I know he's getting ready to fire his show back up. He just made a big move from uh, Florida to South Carolina. So, you know, again, like it's crazy, like all us Paddle and Finn hosts, we've had a lot of life events going on. So I just want to say sorry, guys. Like we haven't had as much content as we usually do because, you know, like OG show, we've basically missed a month uh from from travel and events and stuff like that and uh and same with uh some of the other guys and gals um so we're ramping back up guys there's nothing happening at paddle and finn i don't want you guys to get nervous uh that's something i worry about is like what you guys the listeners think but you know it's just uh we we keep going um huge shout out to all the guys and gals that have been consistent and haven't really missed anything Um, But we've all, you know, we all got lives. We all got things uh, we got to catch up on. And uh, sometimes the the podcast gets sidelined a little bit. It's nothing against you guys. Um, It's just family first. That's always something I preach to everybody. And uh, when that stuff comes into play, obviously, uh, you got to get it taken care of. Uh, Moving on from there, I mean... um, a lot of us are going to meet up fish on the way down to ICAST. And uh, I know some of those guys are going to fish on the way back. So 
super excited about that. Maybe we'll try to do some live streams from the water uh, on the trip down. And uh, I'm sure there'll be plenty of photos, shenanigans, all that good stuff. Uh, so super stoked about that. And, you know, uh, I'm pre-recording this uh, Wednesday night. Normally we go live Thursday night as you guys may be watching this or listening to it. Um, I'm actually going to be on the road tomorrow night. Again, uh, heading up to Mille Lacs uh, Lake in Minnesota. Uh, another world-class smallmouth fishery. Uh, I think Bassmaster Magazine rated it like the number one, one, number one bass lake in the country or number one smallmouth lake in the country like two or three years in a row um i was reading that today um i've spent some time on malax but it's usually on the hard water um ice fishing and that's a whole nother crazy story we could talk about um you know, we we went up there ice fishing. Good friend of mine, familiar with the lake, uh, has a permanent ice shack up that way, and uh, we drove three miles out offshore. So Malax is a huge lake. If you're not familiar with it, uh, some of you guys in the south may have never even heard of it because it's I I personally think it's a hidden gem. It's a walleye factory, um, smallmouth. Don't overlook the largemouth, muskies, northern pike. Like a lot of your big game species uh, lie in that lake. It's super healthy. It's a clear um, glacier type lake. So I'm super stoked. I get to spend some time with uh, my dad up there fishing. Uh, my mom's coming up, my wife. So it it should be a spectacular time. I, like literally haven't had a vacation like that in a bit. It's always like work content, like go, go, go. Uh, this is going to be a little bit of an R&R. &R. Uh, shout out to McCoy's Inn. I actually ran into them at the Chicago Fishing Show. I know they travel around and do a bunch of fishing shows around the country, but they had a killer deal this uh, show season. Buy two nights, get two nights free. Uh, so we got a two-bedroom cabin for four nights for 600 bucks. Um, kitchen, living room, bathroom, all that good stuff. A boat slip, so you could leave the kayaks in the water tied up at the uh, at the boat dock right behind your cabin. Super cool. They got hotel rooms up there, uh, bigger cabins, things like that, man. So I'll give you guys a full report after I get back. But uh, super stoked this time of year. I know, like some of you guys down south, your spawn is basically over for the most part, but. Up there, the smallmouth are just moving on beds. Um, I know uh, uh, my boss was on St. Clair this past weekend. Fish were still on beds. So we're even further north um, than that when we get up in uh, central Minnesota. So it's been a little bit cooler up there. Water temps are a little cooler. So fish are just getting ready to stage up. So Super excited to get up there. Hopefully, I can catch another 20-inch smallmouth. Like, how cool would that be? Uh, you know, two 20-inch fish beginning of the season for me. I know a lot of you guys have been fishing for a while, but, you know, I had show season this year and then uh, cold weather in the Midwest. I think really, uh, other than a couple trips to Lake Michigan, um, I don't even know if I've talked about that, but 
been a couple trips out on Lake Michigan in the big boat, uh, trolling for salmon. Uh, had a lot of success on some coho salmon. If you've never had coho salmon, phenomenal, grilled, smoked, whatever. Uh, just a huge hit if you're from the Midwest and you're on one of the Great Lakes. Um, but uh, other than that, like I hadn't really bass fished until I got down to Dale Hollow, I believe. And I think I only... I fished a half a day Friday before the event, and then I actually fished Saturday in the event. Sunday, I kind of blew off and took care of some other stuff because I had to shoot back home Sunday night immediately following the event so I can get back to work and uh, be there first thing Monday morning. So, um, yeah, man, just a lot, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, didn't want to neglect a show this week. Um uh, Again, a lot more stuff coming up. Uh, I know Malax this weekend. Um, I got a different uh, trade show outside of fishing for work that I got to go to next weekend or the weekend after. And then I believe I'll be home fishing the week after that, which missing the local, uh, the neighborhood derb that's this weekend. So, uh, played a little trick on some guys we were out monday for the holiday and came back to the boat ramp and guys were like oh you know you guys catching them we're like oh yeah we found a new pattern we're on them we had 25 pounds sacked up today which really we probably had like 18 pounds but and we're like yeah we're we're super stoked i think we got got the tournament this weekend in the bag so we got some guys nervous but we're not even going to be there so Played a little joke on them, and, uh, you know, good luck to all those guys. If uh, you guys listen, I know I got some neighborhood folks here that listen in on the podcast. Uh, wish you guys luck this weekend uh, fishing the event. Uh, anybody that's fishing an event this weekend, uh, wish you guys nothing but luck. Get out there on the water. Have fun. I mean, that's the biggest thing, right? Like, I've enjoyed stepping away from the – tournament scene and i know i've mentioned this before but you know just being able to go out and fun fish with your buddies not be like so stressed out and uber focused on you know finding big fish and uh making sure you're at the top of the leaderboard and blah 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 blah. don't get me wrong like i love the competitive edge of fishing but being able to just go out and relax and have fun once in a while is a is a beautiful thing for sure so uh, you guys competing, good luck. Don't stress. Uh, everybody else that's just getting out, having a good time, man. Just enjoy it, man. Take it all in and have a great time. Uh, we got a lot of exciting stuff coming up, uh, shows and stuff that we have in the works, pretty much scheduled going into ICAST. Uh, super looking forward to that. Again, uh, I mean, we're basically five weeks out. Um, from iCast, which it's coming quick, man. I know Randy Newton posted up in our group chat like uh, a couple weeks ago. He was like, 90 days till iCast. And I'm like, holy crap, like that's coming fast. And, um, or maybe it was 60 days. And I'm like, holy crap, that's coming fast. But super excited, man. iCast is always fun. So I'm curious, like, what are you guys looking forward to seeing coming out of iCast? Who would you like to see us do an interview with, whether it be a company, uh, 
an influencer, a big bass pro that's walking around, things like that. Cause we're going to have that capability this year where we can go snag somebody, sit them down in the hot seat and uh, drill them with questions. So we want you guys to be a part of that. So um, if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, drop it in the comments who you'd like to see talking to. Um, if you're listening on the podcast platform, go back, comment on this video or shoot us a Facebook message on who you'd like to see, or you can even email us as well. Um, super stoked, man. It, it, it's going to be a great iCast. I'm super looking forward to it. And also too, like I wanted to bring this up. Like I want your guys' thoughts on this, right? Cause I've been thinking about this lately. I've talked to a bunch of people about it. If you look at the iCast calendar or uh, uh, vendor list, um, there's some kayak companies that aren't showing up this year. Wondering what your take is on that. Like, obviously, the whole industry as a whole, fishing industry, outdoors industry as a whole, had this mad rush going in and through COVID, right? People were forced to get outside and do things because, you know, uh, rules mandates things like that blah 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 blah. don't want to get into the politics right but that whole outdoors industry as a whole um really thrived through that and this year you're seeing a little bit of a slowdown but i think a lot of kayak shops and things like that are being cautious right now which i can understand because you're coming off that that covid you know boost right like um for the outdoor industry, COVID was a really good thing. And I'm not saying COVID was a good thing. I'm just saying it revived people, you know, getting away from the electronics and getting outdoors and finding themselves again and, and finding the outdoors and things like that. It was super great for the industry as a whole. I think humans as well, right? Like people got outside, they enjoyed the outdoors and they were happy again. Instead of being miserable, always stuck inside doing nonsense, right? But with all that said, like we've had a little bit of a slowdown. So I'm curious, like what your guys' thoughts are like um, about some of these kayak companies not showing up this year because they've made a huge presence over the past five years. I'd say, you know, kayak fishing was the talk of the town at ICAST. Now you're going to have some of those guys scale back. Do you think, I guess twofold, right? Do you think the fishing industry is going to look at kayak fishing was a fad and it slowed down or B uh, kayak fishing is dying or C everybody's just being cautious during these odd times after this mad rush and mad dash and everything. I know talking to some folks in the industry, like they're like, finally we get a breather because it's just been so chaotic for like two, two and a half years. Right. So now it's kind of slowed down a little bit and they're getting able to, you know, breathe, catch up, things like that. But, you know, I'm worried about the lack of presence. Granite ICAST is not a cheap event to attend, uh, especially as a manufacturer, because you get the booth space, you got help, you got travel, you got shipping, blah, 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 blah. So, I mean, I understand why some of those companies are scaling back. They're saving a little bit of that money on the marketing end of things. However, is it going to hurt them? I'm, I'm curious because my input is 
the ones that aren't showing up um, aren't going to have the spotlight on them as much as the ones that are showing up. So curious what your guys' takes are. You know, it's it's an interesting time, right? Interesting period in the in the industry. And you guys know I like talking about the industry and forecast and, you know, just seeing little things and little nuances and kind of bringing it to the forefront. Uh, you don't see a lot of people talking about it publicly, but, you know, that's kind of what I'm here to do. So, <laughs> but uh, I think that's basically it, guys, man. I miss this. Like, uh, it, it's it's been a hot minute. Like, I haven't done the New Canoe podcast recently just because of, again, travel, things like that, um, life. But that's going to get fired up here next week. Jay and I will be back next week with a full-on show as normal. Uh, again, didn't want to leave you guys hanging. Um, let me know about all the iCast stuff. I'm curious to hear what you guys think, who you want to hear from, uh, products you're looking forward to seeing, like who releases what and whatnot. And uh, we can obviously go over uh, one of our people and go over and get some photos or maybe some small video clips uh, to post up on the Instagram and Facebook page uh, for you guys to check out those things up close and personal rather than a picture or whatever. So let us know. Look forward to uh, hearing your guys' thoughts. Uh, appreciate you guys, as always, for tuning in. Uh, we will be back to normal scheduled broadcast next week, uh, but didn't want to leave you guys hanging again this week. So appreciate you guys. Hope you guys are doing well. Be safe on the water. Always wear your PFD. And until next time, boys and girls, tight lines, smooth paddle. Peace.